Praise the Lord everyone. Before we go into the word today, I'm going to say a small prayer. Father God, I thank you for this time that you've given to us. Thank you for this um, opportunity that we can come together and listen to your word. I pray that whatever I say today will dwell in the hearts of the people listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, today's readings are taken from 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 10 to 12 and John 14 verse 23 to 29. Um, both of these readings base, are based on peace and we'll look into what Jesus has to say about peace from these two readings. Um, from 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 10 to 12, Peter is actually quoting a song in this passage and it speaks of the covenant that we have with God. One of the verses says, stop doing what is wrong and do good. Now, as Christians, we always hear that and that is what we need to strive to do every single day to um, live a godly life. We know that God forgives and that we are saved Christians, but this talks about the life that we need to live to show that we believe in God and that we are saved. So living a God-honouring life will let god bless us and will show other people that we are blessed by god we can do this by helping people um loving them even when they don't deserve to be loved and serving them when they need help in john 14 verse 23 jesus promises us that we already have his peace and he leaves it with us um we don't need to search we don't need to try different methods or we don't need to turn to substances, we don't need money, we don't need to go out and find happiness, we don't need to go out and earn happiness or peace. Jesus simply gives it to us. The sad irony for this is that many people don't know this, that we already have peace and we don't need to go out and find other ways to look for it. The one thing that people try so hard to find or earn, they can't seem to find it or earn it. But yet at the same time, Jesus gives this simply away for free and peace is something that we that we don't need to wish for we already have it uh, later on Jesus mentions the Holy Spirit to be a helper and a guide in other words you don't need to take notes on how to live a godly life because Jesus has already given us someone to help us do it Jesus calls the Holy Spirit an advocate now an advocate comes alongside us walks with us through difficult times stays beside us without getting in our way or pushing us forward the spirit is the same as an advocate it doesn't force us into one direction or another it just gently guides us while standing up for us and keeping us comfort company and comfort this is exactly the kind of comfort and support jesus means when he says i will give you my peace and that brings us to the core truth of this passage that jesus gives peace that is not like the world's peace but um, it's an eternal peace that will last forever and he asks us not to be troubled or afraid by it. The biblical idea of peace comes from the Hebrew word shalom and it indicates completion and wholeness. Christ's peace is just something that we have forever and it's something we can experience now. It's not just some future hope. So while the peace that Jesus gives is, is eternal, it contrasts to the nature of peace we might find in the world. We don't have to wait for Christ's peace to become real to us. We can live by it now. 
But in this world, it's easy to get stuck in a cycle of endless, um, endless situations as to looking for peace in the wrong places and constantly striving for the kind of peace that the world gives us. We think that if people just stop arguing and help each other out and just live a godly life, that there would be peace. That if they were satisfied with whatever comes their way, instead of wanting more every day, that there would be peace. But the peace that the world offers isn't any peace at all. The best you could describe it is as a bandage. It's just a temporary fix on the wounds of our fear and frustration. Jesus says, don't be afraid and let your hearts be free from worry. And I will give you my peace. It is nothing like the world's peace. This means that we don't have to earn it or we don't have to build it. We don't need to create it out of our own resources. He will give it to us and we just need to receive it. The peace of Christ is totally free. It's a free gift. It, do it doesn't depend on how well we are with our finances, how well we look, how um, much power we have. It's, it's not something that is affected when things don't go the right way or when you don't want them to go a certain way and it can't it can't be dampened by words or feelings that's why paul writes let the peace of christ rule in your hearts as members of one body we are called to peace we need to let the peace of christ rule in our hearts by letting first of all by letting the word of christ dwell in our hearts we need to spend time with god we need to read the bible and we need to let the holy spirit guide our lives every single day because that is the answer to eternal peace. Now Christ's peace is an inner peace from our hearts, an outer peace we can experience when we love one another. But more than that, it's the peace that Christ gives us when we believe in him and when we receive a life in his name. So to sum up, peace is knowing that the most important issue of this life is our relationship with God, which is taken care of. It's knowing that our sins have been forgiven and it's knowing that we have heaven to look forward to. Now, in the second passage, it's, um, it's the time when Jesus was with his disciples having his supper and he told them to be peaceful, to not worry, to not be afraid. Now, if we put ourselves in this position, if we knew that something terrible was about to happen to us, the last thing we would say to our friends is, don't worry, don't be afraid. And this is exactly what Jesus did. He told his disciples not to be afraid, not to worry, because he will give his Holy Spirit as a guide for them. And as humans, our tendency is to be frustrated in that situation, to be upset, to be angry. And the last thing we would do is tell our friends to have peace. And this is quite different. And this is what makes God stand out and we need to take this into our lives that in, in a situation when we're troubled, when we don't know what to do, when we're scared, when we're afraid, we need to let the Holy Spirit bring his peace upon us and let him deal with the situation. And we as humans need to deal with the situation in peace. And this will help us in our day to day lives. Some people may think that Jesus' peace doesn't fix any of our physical problems in this world but it does give us comfort as we deal with them. It gives us an eased conscience and an unburdened heart. It reminds us that these worldly things don't really matter and they don't need to matter in this life. It reminds us that we have a better place to look forward to, that is true peace. We have a better place which is heaven to look forward to 
and that is what will bring us peace if we think about it every day as our goal to go to heaven that is what Jesus wants us to do and peace is what Jesus gives us to help deal with the problems of this world and the Holy Spirit is there to guide us through every single situation so from this passage we can take that we need to dwell with God we need to dwell in his word we need to get closer to the Holy Spirit, have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit so we can listen to what God has to say to us and in every situation that comes our way in life, it won't be easy but we need to know that being peaceful is one of the ways we can go forward from it and God will always help us and the Holy Spirit will be on our side. Thank you.